Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we discuss the advertisements that faced us, crazed us, and hair-raised us. Oh-ho-ho! I'm Al, here for Spooky Ween with my co-host, Courtney. I love this thing that we're doing. <laughs> Al actually came out of a coffin. I did, with my arms crossed. Full 90 degrees. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Just raised themselves up. Their calf strength is... Undeniable. Listen, it's getting up there. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm just here. You're here. Jungles is here. Jungles is here. Yeah. Jungles is watching down on yeah, us from above. Yeah, uh, he's our he's, he's our little not guy. dead. He's our little guy. If you don't know about him, you got to go to the episode before this. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about him to you. Tales out of school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be pictures somewhere. There will be pictures for somewhere. everyone to take in his visage. Yeah, we love him. Okay. Hey, hey, it's Spoopy Ween. It's Spooky Ween. You got something spoops for me? Yeah, baby. Mr. Vampire? <laughs> That's a penguin. You're just a penguin now. I am a penguin. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank <laughs> you for <laughs> noticing. <laughs> I'm the penguin. <laughs> okay. Disney's the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Spooky Ween. You know what that means, yeah. folks. Yeah. This one's for my true crime girlies. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, Motorinos, let's get some canned wine. All you TikTokers who thought that Dahmer wasn't gruesome enough. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> are you a true, are you, are you, are you do, do you dabble? Um, no, I never really got into the, like, true crime yeah. phase. I mean, I went through, I think, a period of doing my own research about yeah. things that are kind of grim. Yeah. But I never really got into the, like, parasocial true crime podcast situation it's a trauma response right it's gotta it's be. gotta be right <laughs> i i did read uh the stranger beside me the tim tim ted tim the tim bundy story the yeah. ted bundy i read that and then i do or did listen to my favorite murder but i will tell you i only listened to the first half when karen kelgarov gives like media recommendations cuz she's never been wrong on a tv show oh. she's she always gives the good ones and then i turn it off when they start talking about <laughs> truth I, I read devil in the white city but yeah that's, that's that's big i will say i was more interested in the stuff in about the, city. the world's fair <laughs> I was like, damn, this World's Fair is crazy. Oh, some guy is murdering people. Okay. <laughs> what, what, they couldn't afford to build it out of porcelain? That's wild. <laughs> also this man. Also this man. Also there's this Batman. Yeah, that's our that's our experience. Well, we're going to turn it around and dive okay. in this week. Okay. Well, okay. get your... Get, this is your self-care now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to burp. I can talk to the girl. You talk to the girlies. I'll talk to the girlies. You handle the girlies. Girlies, it's me, your gay best friend. <laughs> oh my god. Let's get our nails done. Wow. Wow. The vibes are rancid. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable. Just because I know how to talk to the girlies. Yeah. I think it's because I spent a lot of my uh, uh, older, gayer career in burlesque. Yeah. So I know how to talk to the girlies. You know, you are familiar with I'm the girlies. The, I'm literally the gay best friend. I don't know. I don't know about the girlies. <laughs> They're good. They're fine. Okay. They're great. They're doing their best. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Not a girly. Not a girly. <laughs> gay best friend. You're my gay best friend. Absolutely. Oh, you're my gay best friend. Aww. Aww. It's spooky. <laughs> yeah, it's spooky. Have you ever heard yeah. of the category killer? No. I haven't. You haven't. I Al, 
I get, hey, I get the girlies now. <laughs> because you said that, and I got a crinkle tinkle. I'm like, I need to know. You need to know. I do you need gotta to know. You got to know all the gruesome details. Well, not the gruesome details, but I got to know. What category? So this, this, this one. Category this, is. Category is? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> category is? Fracking. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag uh, trains flag. Oh, wow. <laughs> My favorite RuPaul moment. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this, okay. this one has been around since the 80s. Okay. But I first heard of them in 2001. Wow. Okay. The category killer has countless victims across North America, but unusually, they target mothers and fathers. Okay. Believe it or not, the victim of theirs that I am most familiar with is named Courtney. No. <gasps> you are the category killer! <laughs> I'm the first ree, victim! Ree, ree, ree. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing me! No! <laughs> This is how the podcast ends. Yeah, this is it. That would be great. <laughs> and then we... Okay, Al. Mm. Okay, you kill me. Yeah. You're the category killer. And then someone else does a podcast about our podcast. Oh, my God. And then they, and then everyone wants to listen for the clues, right? So they listen for all season and a half of our podcast. And then our podcast, like, finally generates, finally like, a generates. big audience, starts making money. Yeah. But we're dead. But we're... Well, I'm You're dead. dead. Is it is it a murder-suicide? I don't know. We can just... We can talk about it later. I'll kill you, and uh. Juggles will kill me. <laughs> Juggles... <laughs> Juggles was always going to kill her. <laughs> we know, we know. He's like chill until he sees something Murder. go down. Yeah. And then he's like, oh yeah, my roots. <laughs> I did a weird wiggle. You did, you did touch yourself. And uh, I wasn't going to mention it, but... Okay, I love this. Okay. We're do- I'm down. You're down? I'm down to clown. <laughs> I'm down to be a murder okay, victim. Great. Just don't... Hey, like we said last time, I don't put me in a funeral. No. Just burn my body. Shoot you into the sun. Hide me into a tree. Yeah. Yeah, That's how you get rid of a body. Spike me like a football into the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trauma response. Okay, so it's 2001. Yeah. And I live in a small town. You do. With a bustling main street and two terrible, just god-awful malls. Okay, as everyone does. As everyone does. Everyone had a good... Everyone usually has a good mall and a bad mall, but you had two bad malls. I had two truly wretched malls. Okay. The biggest stores we have are Zellers and Superstore. Yeah. But there are lots of little stores that are always kind of exciting to go to because you never know what's going to be there. Yeah. And I'm 14. Okay. But the town is about to change. Oh, my God. Al, okay. (laughs) I'm really excited. Because on the far southern edge, there's a big new development. That's right. It's Wally World. (gasps) Sam's Club's sister. The old Arkansas multinational. <laughs> I didn't know they were sisters. <laughs> they're, they're sisters, but not twins, folks. They're sisters, but not twins. <laughs> Sam's Club. I didn't know. Yep. Walmart, the OG category killer. Wait, oh! Had come to town. Ow! <laughs> you think I was going to tell you I thought you were going to tell me the murderers. Of come on. Because I think there was, like, a murderer in Courtney Comogs that I heard on one of them's murder yeah. shows. There has to be. There's always. I don't need to. You know, we don't need to. Okay. Oh. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry, girlies. Sorry, girlies. Sorry to the girlies. No, no, no. Here's the thing. We're teaching the girlies the real crime. Is capitalism. Is capitalism. <laughs> you, you Scooby-Doo the mask. It's Wally World, baby. Listen, there might be a treat for the girlies later on. Oh, good. 
<laughs> it's us. It's us. We're the treat. <laughs> so stores like Walmart, Best Buy, PetSmart, and Home Depot are known as category killers. Wow. Because of their large variety of products, aggressively low prices, and extensive networks, they were poised to destroy smaller local retailers through sheer superiority. After exploding in number throughout the 2000s, even these shopping sharks are becoming endangered. <gasps> but yeah, because a big category killer. But who killed the category killers? Dun, dun, dun. So this is like Barnes & Noble. Oh, woo. I'm making a spooky noises. Yeah. A werewolf killed them. <laughs> it was, yeah. Wow. It was a werewolf. Oh. Can I tell you, we watched um, American Werewolf in London. Oh, yeah. In Paris? London. What's the first one? I don't know. London. Manila? Uh, still my fucking favorite werewolf movie. Nice. God damn, I love a God, I love a werewolf movie. I like Werewolves Within. Oh. It's very good. Mm-mm. I'll put that on my list next to Ginger Snaps. Okay. Ginger Snaps. Love a Ginger Snaps. Can I, Canadian classic. <laughs> so let's, let's take a, a closer look at one of these establishments. Okay. I'll be at one with humbler origins. Okay. Born on October 4th, 1923. 23? Just 64 years and three days before yours truly. Wait. Me. Yeah, you. (laughs) Charles P. Lazarus was raised in Washington, D.C., where his parents owned and operated a bike shop. Hmm. As a cryptographer for the U.S. Army during the Second World War, Lazarus helped to crack the Enigma cipher, Mm. a Morse code cipher created by the Enigma machine. Mm. But when the war came to an end, Lazarus already had an idea of what he wanted to do for a career. He had a hot tip on a booming business thanks to his wartime buddies, who were all talking about the first thing they were going to do when they got home. What were they going to do? Fuck their wives. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Lazarus opened his first store in 1948 in Washington, D.C., called Children's Bargain Town. Children's Bargain Town. Oh, because they're going to make a lot of babies. (laughs) Yeah, because they're going to fuck. Oh, my God. You were right. I was right. The first thing they're going to do is just fuck and make a lot of babies. And condoms weren't invented back then. They're like, I can't wait to get home and fuck. And And he's like, I can make money. I can jizz inside of a person. (laughs) I mean, anyone can do that. (laughs) Anyway, you try very hard. I'll if you there. really believe. You'll <laughs> get there. So Children's Bargain Town primarily sold cribs and cradles. But Lazarus began to take notice of different areas that he could take advantage of. Yeah. While cribs and cradles were passed down from one child to the next, parents frequently bought toys to keep up with the newest trends. Cribs and cradles are the new warring gangs. <laughs> <laughs> the cribs and the cradles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Cuckoo Gaga, baby. <clears throat> Cuckoo Gaga. <laughs> it's my favorite Gaga album. Mm-hmm. In 1957... Mm. Lazarus opened his first store catering specifically to that market. Hmm. He called it... <gasps> what? Toys R Us. Yeah. Toys R Us! <laughs> yeah! He called it Toys R Us, putting a cute spin on the moniker by writing the R backwards, as if a child had done it. <laughs> as if a child... As if a child had done it. In Ooh! The... <laughs> spoopy. Ooh! <laughs> I'm just going to make spooky noises That's throughout. how it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good, it's good. From there, the store continued to grow as a big box category killer, wow. putting mom and pop toy retailers out of business as it swept the nation. Yeah, it did sweep the it nation. It did sweep the nation, though. Can you describe, did you have a Toys R Us around you? No. no? Okay. We would. We had to go to, I'm trying to think if it was even in Nanaimo when I was a kid, but I think we might have had to go to Victoria or Vancouver. Wow. Can you describe 
your child experience at a Toys R Us? Oh, no, there was one in, and I remember oh, exactly where it was. I mean, you walk in, it's just fucking wall-to-wall toils. It's toys. Toils. Toils. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, in my small town, we had a shop called Whale Tales, Whale Tales Toys, which thankfully is still there. Oh, wow, that's um, nice. But that was, you know, exciting, cute, cozy store to go to. But you go into a Toys R Us. It's a big box store full of stuff for you. It's like you've entered the Matrix of Toys. Yeah, it was. Like, instead of guns, it's toys. It's everything. God, it is everything. I loved a Toys R Us. I never walked out with anything. I just loved going. Oh, I always walked out with something. Mm-hmm. Usually stuffed animals. You were well loved. You were the little little guy. <laughs> I was the little I guy. I was the older, awkward child <laughs> whom, whose parents had first but didn't love as much. Aww. It's fine. It's an older sibling thing. I get it. I don't. <laughs> no, I know you don't. I can't relate. <laughs> I'm the youngest sibling and I'm a top. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> rare, finally. <laughs> a rare breed. Yeah. Charles Lazarus's key business principles were the foundational tenets of how category killers claim their victims. Having more toys than anyone else, yeah. having great prices, and being in stock when no one else is in stock. Yeah, yeah. He also keenly understood that when it came to toys, it was children who drove purchasing decisions, not mm. parents, saying, over the years, I have taught children to say, I need, rather than I want. Yep, absolutely. It's the nag factor, baby. It is. By the way, I want to thank you for this category killer thing, because I will teach this in my econ class. Oh, cool. I just never knew that term before. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either before I was researching Very this. Very good. And then I was like, okay. That's going to be a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, kids. <laughs> in 2001, the same year that Walmart came to Courtney, Toys R Us. What? No, not where I, uh, my town. Oh. Where I came from. Oh. Uh, Toys R Us opened a $35 million or- international flagship store in Times Square, New York City. New York City. <laughs> Did you ever go to that one? In New York? Yeah, the no. Big Toys R Us? I don't... I, I was in New York at the Fuck. same time that it was there, but I never went to it. So you had FAO Schwartz. And, and Toys R Us bought FAO Schwartz. And it came in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they weren't in the FAO Schwartz location. No. Because FAO Schwartz wasn't in Times Square. Oh, it wasn't in Times Square? No, it was near Times Square, but it was closer to Central Park. Okay. I don't know my... I did go to FAO Schwartz when you, I was there. That's, that's why that's I know that's... Very, very, very good. I had to go on the big piano from big. <laughs> Everyone did. It was a. It was an experience. <laughs> uh, the New York... New York City. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Toys R Us. Mm. They had a fucking huge carousel in it. They had a Ferris wheel in Ferris wheel. Ferris yeah. wheel. And when I went, it was all Nicktoons. Oh. So it was all my friends from Nickelodeon. All your Nick friends. Yeah, all my Nick friends. Arnold and whatnot. I was too... Yeah. You know, hey, him... <laughs> Um, I was too uh, scared, though. Yeah. I hate a Ferris wheel. I don't care for a Ferris wheel. And a Ferris wheel suspended between, like, five floors of toys. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey, I don't trust you like that. (laughs) No, no, bro. You don't have a... (laughs) I know you are here to sell me things. Not safety. (sighs) Now, we have... Mm. We have our own Mm. sort of iconic Toys R Us situation in Vancouver. Don't we? we? What's that? Uh, Well, there's a big sign... Oh, yeah, there is a big sign. There's a big Toys R Us sign. Oh, my God. Is that still a Toys R Us? I th- I'm i not sure, but the sign is still there, and it's built onto the Bomax sign. Yeah, it is. Which is a, sort of an iconic sign uh, that was the the Bowel McLean car dealership is what it used okay. to be. This is um, on uh, Broadway. On Broadway. Broadway. On Broadway. Uh, yeah, and they attached the Toys R Us sign yeah. onto the other sign. The Bomax sign is actually like a historical landmark. So they can't touch it? Yeah. You know what, Toys R Us, you ain't going to be there for very much longer. It's sad. 
I've never even been in one. You've never been in that one? That one. Yeah. I've been in that one all the time. Have you? All the time. Like recently? Yeah. What you got? What are you getting there? Well, I had a friend that used to live right near that. I'd stop in on the way home, use the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm not using the toilet in a Toys R Us? You're out of your freaking mind. <laughs> they got kids in there. That thing's clean as hell. <laughs> oh, wow. Good for that. Sometimes I see a little stuffed animal I take it home. It's no big deal. <laughs> You have a little friend uh, problem there. I've got a little friend problem for sure. <laughs> I'll just start buying them for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, your judgment is impeccable, so I accept. Mm. Mm. Now, about that sign. About the sign. Because there's actually something really interesting about that sign. The one that we have in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah that yeah. you and I may both know. Yeah. Uh, and that's that there was a man on that sign. There was a man on that sign. In 1965, when it was still a car dealership. Yeah. There was a man who lived inside a car at the top of the sign for a week. Oh, like a radio one? A radio host. Oh, wow. His, I love those. His name was Rene Castellani. Yeah. Uh, he was CKNW's Dizzy Dialer. Dizzy Dialer. And he lived at the top of the sign. Um, he vowed that he would live in a car at the top of the sign for as many days and nights as it took to sell every car on the lot. Okay. He was there What for, kind of car was it? I don't Do you know. know? I want to say, oh like, a v- VW. <laughs> I want to say a Beetle. you got to put a Beetle up there. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. So he stayed there for nine days, and yeah. he alleged that he was never coming down from his perch. But something... <laughs> Frankly, same. <laughs> same, be same, be same. <laughs> um, something interesting was happening while he was up there. What? It's that his wife was perfectly fine. His wife was perfectly fine. Which is strange, because prior to him going up there, she had been very ill. Oh my god, no, I think I know this one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because. Oh my god, you got. The girlies are back, baby! <laughs> the girlies are in the building. The girlies are back. Okay, yeah, tell it, tell it, tell it. Because while he was living in the car yeah. at the top of the sign, he wasn't delivering to his wife in the hospital. Like poison milkshakes. The milkshakes that he had been lacing with arsenic in order to kill her. Yeah. So that he could escape with his secretary. Can I tell another one? Please. Uh, they were white spot milkshakes. Yeah. By the way. Vanilla. Vanilla. Wow. There was a time. That's incredible. (laughs) You brought it back around. To murder. To murder. There was a time in my life when I was volunteering at the police museum. Yeah. Uh, And I actually got to, uh, the volunteering that I was doing was I was photographing things for the archives, Mm -hmm. creating a digital archive. And I got got to photograph the actual, like, giant boards that they used during the court case showing the measurement of arsenic (sighs) in her blood. Oh my gosh. It's really cool. It's really cool. Well, not for her. But she lived, right? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure she I think made she it. might have lived. I think she made it because she's like, wow, I'm not sick in the hospital. And then as soon as he got back, she started getting he gets sick. Wow. Yeah. He got caught though, right? Yeah. 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 Gee. I love a poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I just think it's like old fashioned. Oh you know yeah, I mean? like a kidnapping. I think it's like <laughs> love a love a kidnapping. Love a what's it called? Where you take a plane and go to Cuba. Oh in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. There's like every time you use I love that. I love a good old poisoning. <laughs> the girlies are back. The girlies are back. I'm here. Okay. I'm your gay best friend. Poisoning's cool, folks. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's it's twenty twenty two now. Twenty twenty two. And we all know what happened to Jeffrey the giraffe. He got poisoned. He got poisoned. 
by capitalism. He got, you know, he got uh, Chuck E. Cheese did. He choked on his own brand of capitalism. Oh, wow. So who killed Jeffrey, the category killer? Yeah. It was the internet. Amazon, yeah. That website was bad, folks. The Toys R Us website, unusable. Oh, I've yeah. never tried. Oh, yeah. I actually, I speaking of my teaching, uh, we do a whole thing about stores that cl- like closing and what caused them to close. And yeah. uh, kids always choose Toys R Us because it's the easiest one. Like, they had a bad website when Amazon was a thing. <laughs> you could not order toys on the website. Yeah. So why? Yeah, absolutely. So it was the internet. It was the internet. Obviously. Mm-hmm. In a phenomenon dubbed... The retail apocalypse. Oh, uh, scary. Ooh. There's like, we're going through a graveyard. We look under our right. It's JCPenney. We look to the left. It's Sears. We They're gone. Out the other left. There goes Zeller. Zeller's back from, did you hear? Zeller's yeah. back from the grave. Zeller is making a yeah. comeback. <laughs> Zeller zombie. Because Hudson Bay's like, we need something. <laughs> we need something <laughs> Or we're going to be in the graveyard too. <laughs> yeah, big box stores, man. You just don't. I'm I'm not I'm not an Amazon person, so I still shop at the big the big mm-hmm. ones. Uh, but if you're an Amazon person, why would you why would you go to a mall? Yeah, when something can come to your door the next right? day. I'm also not an Amazon person because they're evil in a yeah. die union. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> you to you. <laughs> well, the phrase retail apocalypse was coined as early as the 1990s. Oh. It was 2017 when the day after tomorrow finally came for brick and mortar storefronts, regardless of size. Company stocks hit new lows, and classic mall names like Urban Outfitters, American Eagle, and even the Mighty Sears declared a rash of bankruptcies. Yeah. As online shopping outlets like Amazon began to take a bite out of retail. Yeah. We have, and then fucking new malls are opening now. Yeah. Which is buck wild. It is wild. We got an Urban Outfitters out by the Brentwood right now. Don't need it. We don't. Absolutely. We do not need them. <laughs> God. But we do need the LL Bean because folks, for my little gay body, <laughs> my new, my little New England vibe I got going on. Oh, oh wow. They got all the plaid I could possibly need. <laughs> Hasbro, the toy manufacturer, actually blamed their 2018 spate of layoffs directly on the closure of Toys R Us. Jesus Christ. And all those man children who weren't as buying as many (laughs) fucking action figures. Uh, (laughs) Was there a new Star Wars out that year? Probably not. Was there? I I don't don't know. know. That's why. Who can say? Who can say? Along with the shift to e-commerce, another potential cause of the retail apocalypse is the fact that the historical concept of the North American middle class has largely ceased to exist Mm. as minimum wage stagnates. Mm -hmm. While the labor movement supports the existence and maintenance of the middle class, e-commerce retailers are overwhelmingly (laughs) anti-union. That's my werewolf noise. So what happens to the bodies of these retail giants once their spirits and profits die out? This is such a good question. Spirit Halloweens! (laughs) Put a spirit Halloween in them. Put a spirit Halloween in it. Yeah. Well, unlike the phenomenon of the dead mall, they sure don't stay dead. In 2018, less than a year after Toys R Us declared bankruptcy, 50 of its former locations became infected with a parasitic contagion known as Party City. (gasps) Party City! (laughs) I love a Party City. We all love it. I actually don't (sighs) like a Party City because it reminds me of parties, which give me anxiety. Oh, Party Cities ain't about parties. Party Cities is the, like the air of parties it's going to a party without actually talking to people 
It's great. It does still give me anxiety. It's so regret. good. It's not something I can control. Mm, I love a party city. <laughs> They're so good. Every time I go to the States and there's a party city, I want to just peek my head in there. They got so many good stuff in there. I see I see the sight of a paper plate and a, a younger part of me reacts in fear. <laughs> oh, buddy. They got wigs in there. I know. I don't care for you that. Piñatas? <laughs> <laughs> and as for Charles Lazarus. Codebreaker and toy hawker. Yeah. A man who simply wanted to make money off his fellow soldiers' desire to return home and fuck hard. <laughs> yes. Well, he died in 2018 at the age of 94, just one week after Toys R Us began liquidating its American stores. Wow. Spooky. That would suck, hey? Spooky. Rest in Wow. That's all the that's all, that's all the ones I can do. So he haunts every Toys R Us. Yeah, now. he's haunting all of them. Mm. Uh, definitely, absolutely. Okay, okay. Let's look at a vintage 1980 Toys R Us yes. Halloween commercial that vibed so hard. Yes, I wrote all this shit just so I could show it to you. Yeah, this is how we do things here at Ad Creeps. <laughs> you want to watch it? You can go into our sources. Into our sources. We'll return after these messages. Toys R Us has the Big Bird Halloween costume and the Yoda Halloween costume for trick-or-treating. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Aesthetic. Mwah. Wow. It's for the girlies. The music. It's got that. It's got Skelly Man. That's Skelly Man. I love him. He's like, he's like an X. Like he's dancing like a little. Oh, this is Halloween to me. This is very Halloweeny. Um, it's all the whole Jeffrey family. They're all there. They're wearing togas. He has a wife and two children. Goodness, as Ronald Reagan told him to. <laughs> uh, it's 1980, and I'm struck with how fucking close you and I were to shitty costumes. <laughs> because in case you didn't know, 1980, the costume that you bought in a package was a garbage sack. Oh, it was a smock and a. <laughs> Paper plate mask. Yeah. And they had Big Bird and Yoda. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. They had Big Bird. Big Bird. <laughs> and Yoda. The two. And Yoda, who, as we all know, is blue. Wait, hold on. This is 1980. Yeah. When did the last fucking original Star Wars come out? I don't Isn't know. this a little, a little late? I thought they came on the. I thought they came out in the 70s. Is Toys R Us trying to. 79. Was... Oh, maybe it was 70. Okay, okay, okay. That makes up. Okay. I thought Toys R Us was trying to sell us shitty costumes. Well, they're trying to sell us blue Yoda, so yeah. <laughs> hey, he was blue Yoda. He was blue. Maybe Toys R Us didn't have the, you know, <laughs> licensing. But they, they put a copyright on the bottom well, of the screen. They did. It was 1980, yeah. And they had Big Bird. They had big, there's two co- hey, there's two genders. <laughs> Are you Big Bird or Yoda? <laughs> blue Yoda. <laughs> we're, we're two Yodas, folks. <laughs> Um, and that's it. That's the only things they showed, which is really interesting because for a commercial, we're usually inundated with like, you could buy this or this or this or this. Yeah. Like an online or a, a visual catalog. And they clearly spent an amount of money on the animation. And, yeah. The animation was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe back then animation didn't cost you shit. I don't think that's the case. No, you don't think that's the case? <laughs> it was pretty good animation. It was. That's Skelly Man. Skelly I'm Man. thinking of him all the time. Oh, we're, as I go to bed tonight, I'm going <laughs> to close my eyes. And... Anyway. Oh. 
I just can't get over. They just showed two costumes. <laughs> okay. It's 2022. And we still have Toys R Us. There's one on Broadway. And you know what? You know what I want as a child of the 80s and 90s? What? A bad costume, obviously. Really? I gotta go back to my roots. Look, I'm tired of spending hundreds of dollars on cosplay. Um, I'm tired of going to Spirit Halloween and they have every conceivable character I could possibly <laughs> want. Did I almost want to spend like 80 bucks on an Archie Andrews like Riverdale Letterman jacket from Spirit Halloween? Yes. Did I talk myself out of it? Absolutely. Good. Did I want to... What, what's the Tom Hanks uh, J. Pumpkins? Oh, they yeah. had those things out there. I want it. But you know what? If I go into a Toys R Us in 2022 and they got bad costumes... That's it. That's the think, situation. And they're like, I don't know, 15 bucks each. I definitely spent a year or two as a plastic Care Bear. Did you do a... Pl- I never had a plastic... Oh... I was a pizza. I was a plastic pizza. Would you say there's just sweet and pizza? Just sweet and pizza. La, la pizza. <laughs> uh, I had a little chef's hat and a little Italian mustache, and I was a pizza. Okay, but a pizza doesn't wear a hat or have well, a mustache. Well, that's it. Was I thought it was cute. <laughs> my mom drew pepperonis on my face. Um, okay, but my question is, and this is something we I, we need to brainstorm. I think we need the same commercial, same animation. Exactly the but same. But 2022, what are the two costumes? <laughs> baby Yoda? Yeah, we got to have a baby. Yeah, we got to have and a baby. he's blue as hell, <laughs> folks. Hey, it's just the same costume. <laughs> We're just going to reuse it. Baby Yoda. What's the second Toys R Us 2022 oh, costume? Oh, man. What could compete with Big Bird? What could be? We got to think of... Pennywise? No. What? Pennywise in 2022. Come on. It has to be something like, it has to be something, you know, political. Oh, political? Yeah. yeah. Along with Baby Yoda? <laughs> yeah, Baby Yoda was Oh, it can be. <laughs> I'm so sorry for what? this. Yeah, yeah. It can be that non-binary library mascot that turfs hate. <laughs> I don't know about them. Oh, it just happened. It just happened. It's oh. a cute little. It's a cute little alien that's like a, a little baby alien yeah. in the UK, and yeah. it like uh, it tells your kids to get a library card, and then turfs are like, "Does this alien baby have a dick or a vagina? We need to know." And the library's like, "It's an alien," and they're like, "It must have evolved to reproduce somehow." <laughs> <laughs> or or one step up one one uh, non-binary entity that friends us all bussy oh bussy is the new mascot for is an italian bus system yeah and they are they're grooving and they got some moves <laughs> i can see people in a, a in a bussy costume yeah or our non-binary friend murph or murph uh, did you also see uh, the Seattle Kraken? I did. It's got a troll. They got a folks. troll. Maybe it's just like a like a like a non. Maybe it's just like a non-specific mascot. A sport. A sports. It's, it's not called a sports, sports mascot. Sports mascot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it kind of looks like the Philly fanatic, but not really. <laughs> it's got elements of like gritty and like all of these. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. You got one sports. You got one baby Yoda. Hey, you're covered. Done. Covered. 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 The two genders. <sighs> uh, we've That's done good. it. We did it. We did it. I've got something else for you. Oh, yay. I've got an email. Oh, spooky. 
Uh, this is from TK. Hello, TK. They are. They sent us an email, and you can send us an email too uh, at groups at gmail.com. TK writes, this is the only podcast I've recommended to basically everyone and anyone I know. It's just that good. Oh, thank you, TK. TK, I don't want to question their taste, but... No, you freaking rule. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Bonus points for me having uh, a revelation in my first day of Global Women's Issues class over the Pepsi episode. Why Pepsi episode? I forgot. We've definitely done more than one at this TK, point. TK, <laughs> you gotta tell us. TK, number one, you gotta tell us about Pepsi episode. Number two, what's your revelation? Because <laughs> I need one, too. Uh, because we're fast approaching the spoopy season, it's finally time for me to send it a very recent local ad. I'm so excited. <laughs> You've talked about Sacramento a couple of times, so here's a local ad from the Sacramento area. It was targeted ad on YouTube in 2021 for locals and went mildly viral for, well, trying to be viral. Mm. Uh, while they're making similar ads on near monthly basis, or at least they were last I checked, this is absolutely the best one and the most one that was most seen around Northern California, Central Valley. Hell yeah. TK, thank you. Thank you, TK. Okay. If you want to watch what TK sent, you can go to our sources. Do not come to good deals. Don't come here. Go somewhere else. Just stay home, please. Great deals. Low pricing. We got bets. Why would you want that? <laughs> Get out of my shot. Screw this guy. I'm supposed to be in hell. It's worse. It's horrendous. <sighs> this is stupid. It's the truth. This is some big internet energy this is not big internet energy but i'm not mad at it yeah you know why why it did get me to laugh it did get you to laugh he yeah nonchalantly said we got beds <laughs> and i just died <laughs> love the fire yeah it's it's like um you know the devil doesn't want you to he doesn't care if you shop here no. but the amount they spent on cg belies that he does care yeah, a lot he does care a lot actually <laughs> Oh, it's just a devil. It's a guy in a red robe and black paint. Yeah. He's got like um, a, a, a fucking Star Wars look to him. He does. He the, does look like Darth Maul. Darth Maul. He's got the Darth Maul look. He's got a pitchfork. It is on fire. He, he uh, does swirl around in a washing machine, yeah, which is pretty be. funny. Yeah, it's pretty. That's that's too much, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, because then that seems that's like he cares. Too much. He cares. He cares. It's supposed to be funny. The 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 delivery of his lines is very good. Yeah, we got beds. I, I did get. We got. We got beds. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that was wonderful. Beautiful. It was spoopy. Cheers to you, Sacramento, and cheers to you, TK. Yeah, thank you, TK. If you got an local ad for us, you can email us at groups at gmail.com. Yeah, please do. We would love to see them. I would love to hear from you. I'm going to just pull back the curtain. I love it when we get emails because, you know, we, you and I could find local ads, but we have no connection to them because we find local ads from all over. But when someone special says, hey, I listened to your podcast. That's nice. And two, I listened to your podcast and I'm going to send you a, this gift to yes. you. Yes. I love a gift. Because there are so many local ads out there and 
we're not seeing 99% of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything that you personally watch and are like, this is a little wild. This is a little much. This is a little tasty. You know uh, who would like this. We we want to hear about it. We need to hear about it. Yeah. You can also find us on the Instagram. And Twitter at Ad Creeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's it. That's it for us. Happy Spooky Ween Happy Spooky Ween. I hope you eat a lot of candy and buy a new bed. Juggle says hi. Juggle says hi. <laughs> Okay, bye. (laughs) Until next time, we are signing off. But first, a word from my spouse. I think I sound like Mickey Mouse. You do sound like Mickey Uh Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) That's even scarier, actually. I'm gonna fuck.